This is Friday, March 4th. This past week, Sandy and I had the privilege of visiting the Coconut Grove Art Show. Going to the show is always a little nostalgic for me because my mom would take my two brothers and me each year. In those days, the artist hugged the narrow sidewalk winding through the grove. Almost all of the artists were local. They were usually present and working on their paintings, and we delighted to watch them work to see the techniques they were using. Now, of course, now the art show is a big deal with artists from all over the world. This year, we made up, met a potter from Guatemala who explained how he made and decorated his pots, and we watched him do it. He told us how he and his brother learned their craft from their father. We also met a newer artist that explained her love for painting silk and how her life had changed through the years. These personal touches made the time special and memorable. One artist that we did not meet was a photographer who made it her mission to show animals in peaceful cooperation with human beings. For example, one of her photographs was of an immense elephant with a young man sitting between the elephant's tusks. Another was a Bengal tiger being cradled in the arms of a Tibetan monk. And the contrast of the powerful and the dangerous animal in such peaceful and playful setting was beautiful and remarkable. Now, during our study of Jesus, a number of people have asked how the compassion and openness of Jesus, how it can lay alongside the holiness of God. Now, it is true we think of God as holy and utterly unapproachable. The Lord is just that. Almighty God seems like a powerful volcano at eruption, and we had better run for our lives or we're certain to die. Indeed, these sorts of pictures can be found across the Old Testament. For example, the prophet Isaiah has a vision of the Lord high and lifted up, and the train of his robe filling the temple. Seraphim, the burning ones, angels that attend to the Lord, are before him and everything trembles because of the Lord's glory. The prophet Isaiah knows he is too sinful to, sinful to approach God. Here is the way he describes it. At the sound of their voices, that is of the seraphim, the doorposts and thresholds shook and the temple was filled with smoke. Woe to me, I cried. I am ruined, for I am a man of unclean lips, and I live among a people of unclean lips, and my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of glory. That's Isaiah chapter 6, verse 4 to 5. You see, Isaiah tells us that even the seraphim could not look upon the Lord. They cover their eyes with their wings, and Isaiah himself cries out in fear. He has found himself in the presence of the Lord. He knows the danger he is in. He has seen the Lord, and no one that sees the Lord can live. But because of God's grace, a coal is taken from the altar, and Isaiah and his lips are cleansed. And that leads us to the question that we have for today. How can we have fellowship with the King, the Lord Almighty. And what comes into focus, as we ask, is something far more beautiful than the Bengal tiger being held by the monk or the young man enjoying friendship with the elephant. We see how the Lord has provided for us to have fellowship with Him. 
This is Hebrews chapter 2, verse 17 to 18. For this reason, he, Jesus, had to be made like them, that's us, fully human in every way, in order that he might become a merciful and faithful high priest in service to God, and that he might make atonement for the sins of the people. Because he himself suffered when he was tempted, he is able to help those who are being tempted. Now notice that though Jesus is our high priest, he is the one that he God is the one that recruited him for service. God sent Jesus to open the way for peace and fellowship. Of course God is unapproachable. We dare not come near him. Instead Jesus had to be made like us, human as we are in every way. And in so doing God is with us, and we now learn that God is for us. Just as the high priest represented the people before God, we are now in Christ, our high priest, able to come before God. Now this in no way lessens the holiness or majesty of God. Instead, God makes a way through Jesus for us to know his compassion and welcome. But even more than this, becoming like us opens the way for God to know us and our condition. Yes, of course, God knows everything, But in Jesus, he has also lived it. He is God with us, and therefore able to bring us into fellowship with the living God, and able to help us as we are being tempted. And I'm not entirely sure where it is now, but years ago in my office there was a painting of a shepherd gently caring for one of the sheep. Lifted up on his shoulders, The sheep was being retrieved from danger, being tended to, and being returned to the flock. Talk about a picture of majesty wrapped in loving kindness. This is how Jesus has come for us, and how in his joy he welcomes and saves us. Let's pray. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, how can we dare approach you? Yet you have come to us and not as we expected. You have come in gentleness and compassion, in kindness and mercy. Teach us, we pray, how to rest in your goodness. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.